is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hi, it is Jacqueline and I am back talking about a topic that I think is really, really important to talk about and not a lot of people talk about it openly or if they do, there's just mm, a lot of the talk that I will see isn't really helpful or it wouldn't have helped me in the past. And so I want to touch on some things. So I know, like, I have always struggled with my winter mental health. It's just been something, um, I don't know, it's, it's cold here in Chicago. It's dark. Um, I've always been an introvert and, like, self-select, isolated myself, right? And so um, I've always struggled during winters. And that's part of the reason why we've moved, like, we moved to Atlanta, we moved to warm places, or we did, like, a road trip um, because we just wanted to get away from the cold. Um, and something that I found for myself when we moved back to Chicago, I like cannot remember years anymore, but we moved back, I want to say it was 2018 to 2019, um, and then 2019 to 2020. But those winters, I was like, you need to figure something out because what keeps happening, it's not okay. Um, yeah, sure, it's fine to not always be at 120%, but you can't just stay in bed all day because it doesn't feel good. And you can't just not shower every day and not leave the house. And so I was really struggling with those things. And that's really why, like, Systems for Self-Care kind of came into creation. I was struggling with my mental health, not really my physical health, but maybe, I guess, not moving a ton. Um, but really struggling, and so I was like, you need to set some boundaries and structure in place because now you are back in Chicago, and this is just the reality of living here. It's dark. It's cold. It's um, it's like 18 degrees today. Uh, it's very cold, and it's bitter. And if we look at, you know, we're all at home. So I want to get to that, actually. Let me get to that. So winter mental health, um, these things can creep up slowly. And it makes the simplest of things feel really impossible. I heard someone describe it as the impossible task. And I want to recommend a few books. This is out of my scope, out of what I can help with. But I use a lot of CBT um, coaching methods in my coaching. Um, but at some point, if you're like, I'm at a really low spot, you need to go see definitely professional help um, beyond what I can help with. But I really, I highly recommend this book. I've recommended it to so many different clients. It's definitely helped me. Um, but he writes, he's talking about um, a client or a pretend client, but, you know, Beth's depression started so sadly that she didn't even notice it. She had been very busy between new responsibilities at work and the start of the school year with her kids. Then her mom got sick, which added a layer of stress and additional demands on Beth's time. When she started to feel run down, she backed off of her exercise routine to conserve energy. She also found it hard to concentrate, so she stopped her nightly reading before time, and she rarely got together with her friends anymore, right? So we look at those things as, like, she stopped exercising, um, she stopped interacting with humans, and she stopped reading. She stopped, like, the joys, the pleasures in life um, and she's taking care of a lot of other people and not really herself so we look at like what's happening with the pandemic and it you know just kind of keeps going on and on um, but it's like yeah like we're not there's not that human connection there's not that physical touch that a lot of people need or just being you know extroverts I'm sorry like you don't get to be with people but even introverts like we miss seeing people for sure um, but a lot of those things have been taken away and even though things are kind of getting better they're kind of still the same right so it's like these things are going to creep up. It's like, 
okay, cool. Instead of being with a, in a fight with yourself this winter, I like to think of it as, I don't like the, the thing about like, oh, fighting off your depression. I just don't want to be in a fight with myself, but I want to help myself. I want to take care of myself. And I want that for you too. Don't be in a fight with yourself this winter. Don't be in a fight with your, your mental health, but like figure out what things can you do to help take care of yourself. And so in the book, he calls this behavioral activation. And that's the thing, like cognitive, so brain and behavior, the things that you do. So I have found this even before I read the book, I was like, oh, wow, when I go and do these things for myself, I don't feel as uh, just like lethargic. I don't feel so crappy about myself. I get to like say, hey, I did something for myself. Um, it eats up some of that time during the day because I'm often doing things and I'm not thinking about it just like doing activities and having a routine in place, it interrupts that daily, that depression inducing, the depression inducing thoughts. It interrupts that because you're off doing things and you're not sitting there like, oh my gosh, you know, this is the worst thing in the world. You're like, no, actually this is all right. I'm doing things. Um, it's hard though, because at first it does, you don't feel, you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. I just want to stay in bed. I don't want to have to go and interact with people or have to go move my body or have to go outside. It's cold out. It's dark. I don't want to have to go do that. Um, but if we're like, okay, but wait a second, this is going to help. It might not feel like it for the first couple of reps, but we got to get these reps in. So this is what worked for me, especially um, during that, that first winter we were back, or rather the second winter that I decided. And I started with picking easy non-negotiables. Jacqueline, you are no longer sleeping in until 9 a.m. You need to get up and you need to go outside. So back then, I was like getting up and walking outside, like bundling up and whatever, and taking the dog for a walk. And so I would take Jameson around the block, and then I would take myself on a Jacqueline walk for like a mile, one mile, so about 20 minutes of just walking. But like getting outside, feeling cold air, moving my body, actually feeling alive. And then I did this thing. I did this behavioral behavior and I got to say like, hey, great job. You did something today. Great work, right? Another thing that another non-negotiable I came up with for myself was you need to shower every day and you need to put on real clothes. Um, when you don't shower every day, you feel disgusted and you feel disgusted with yourself and you fall down this rabbit hole of really mean thoughts, you need to shower every day and you need to put on real clothes. These real clothes don't have to be clothes that you would wear to an office or to prom, but you need to put on like actual pants that are not pajama pants. Yoga pants are fine. You need to put that on. You need to put like a real shirt on um, and that's it. Like you just need to do those things. Um, and then the last thing that was really helpful for me was Jacqueline need to leave the house at, at least once today. Um, and so at the time that was um, going to the, my co-working office, obviously that's not um, that's not a real option for us right now in Chicago. Um, I don't know how things are where you are, but like leaving the house and going somewhere, whether that is a co-working office or just going to the grocery store or going to Target. There are times that I went to Target and just did a Target walk, just walked around so that I left the house and it was a change of scenery. Um, and it just like gives your, like routine is important and discipline is important and repeating the same things or it's over and over again, it's important to get those reps in. But also having some novelty is really important. Having something different for your brain to think about, something different for your eyes to look at, just a different interaction. And um, one of the best parts of going to the co-working office was being able to see Brittany um, at the front desk and being able to have some sort of exchange. 
Obviously that might not look exactly the same right now, but having some sort of exchange with the cashier at Trader Joe's, like that's the best, the best person in the world to talk to. Having some sort of human interaction is really important. Again, it's that like, right. So he talks about the person like withdrawing and, um, those things feeling hard. And it's like, Doing those things, it's you just have to kind of like trust, like this is going to eventually help me feel better. Um, and this is I am taking care of my winter mental health. I can't, I cannot let myself be a hermit and just not interact in life. I have to, I have to do some work for myself. Um, the other thing, so pick your one to three easy non-negotiables. These should be easy things that you don't have to pump yourself up. Look, I, I didn't write about like oh, I went and ran five miles, or I did a HIIT workout, or I, you know, I had to make this big complicated green smoothie. It was like, go for a walk, shower, and then just leave the house and go somewhere, right? But like doing that over and over again, that helped me feel good. And then the next thing is like anticipate the negotiating. You know that there's going to be those thoughts or that voice that's like, it's okay, just stay in bed. It's okay, it's too hard to go do that thing. So you have to anticipate that, like, I know that I said I'm going to go for a wash run. I know tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be super excited and jump out of the bed. Like I'm so excited to go for this walk in 20 degree weather, but I know that this is going to help me feel good. Even if it doesn't help me feel good right now, you know, I can color, I can color this and I can like prove to myself that I'm doing something. Um, so when that thought pops up, eh, it's okay. You don't have to do it. I have to remind myself that thought is trying to negotiate this. But this is a non-negotiable that I said I'm going to do. So I'm going to do that thing because I want to take care of my winter mental health. The last thing that I want to say, obviously, um, I can help people. I use some CBT um, in my coaching methods. I think there's some really great journal prompts and some really great exercises. And truthfully, it was like, it was the first time that I was like, wait a second, this is what therapy could be like. Like someone could teach me tools to help myself. Because therapy had always been like, I would go and say like, I feel upset about this or anxious about this, sad about this. And then we would kind of like talk about that scenario, but no one ever taught me tools. Well, how do I actually manage this when this pops up again? Or how can I help myself? No one ever like empowered me to do those things. So the last thing um, I want to say is reach out to a CBT therapist. So that could be in the form of a book. Um, this author, I've mentioned him before, Seth Gillihan. Um, his books are amazing. He also has a podcast that's really great. So helping yourself reach out to someone that could be in the form of a podcast or a, um, or a book or a workbook or a YouTube channel, like checking out what is CBT and learning a little bit more about the tools that um, these therapists provide for people and start using those tools, start using those worksheets. Or it might be like, no, you actually need to go talk to someone um, and do a Zoom session or reach out on BetterHelp or, um, shoot, I can't remember what the other one is, but like there's so many resources out there. But I highly recommend if this is something that pops up every winter for you, or if it's new this year, I guess, if, if this is new during the pandemic, there's so much uncertainty, I highly recommend looking for a CBT or a um, CB therapist, CB, cognitive behavioral therapist. Um, getting those tools to empower you to help yourself so that when you start to notice, like you start to notice that this is creeping up slowly, you're like, oh wait, have I been following through with my action plan? I haven't. Okay, cool. I just need to get back and I need to make sure that I'm doing those things. And if I need to reach out for help again, then I need to do it. But like 
I just think that if we can learn tools to help ourselves, we can move through life and we, um, I don't know, it just, it feels so much better. And so that's like, like when I look at this winter and I look at everything that happened in 2020, it was like, wow, this is really interesting, Jacqueline, you didn't fall into that like deep depressive hole that you have in past winters or past years. Um, sure, there've been days that you didn't feel good. You're, I'm not someone that's like bouncing off the walls excited all the time, but I didn't fall into this this deep depressive hole, and that really is because I've done a lot of this work, um, and there's a lot of a lot of behavioral activation going on, a lot of walks, a lot of walking, a lot of moving my body, a lot of being aware of the thoughts in my head and reframing them, and just a lot of work there. So again, CBT, check it out. I highly recommend it, um, and. Just know that there's so many people that um, are in your shoes currently or have been in your shoes and that there's help available to you. All right, that is it for today. Make sure you take care of your winter mental health. I will see you in the next one.